And welcome back to the Coaching Couch Podcast. I am here with the usual suspects, owner and operator, Coach Manny. Hello, hello, hello. And fitness consigliere, Cam Hudson. Good morning, good evening, and uh, good night. What the <laughs> hell? I like that. That's different. <laughs> do, you, do you prepare these before no, every No, I just made that up. <laughs> I mean, he just, he just freestyled just that one. Out. So we got a, a wonderful show for you guys today. Uh, but usually, I like to start the show off with our sponsors uh, we are fortunate enough to have some companies who um, work with us and support the movement. So I'd like to give some acknowledgement and let you people know that you can use the code, okay, and uh, purchase yourself some some swag. So uh, our newest uh, sponsor is uh, Move Fast, Lift Heavy. Uh, if you haven't seen the Scary Hours drop yet, it is to commemorate the lovely holiday of Halloween. All right, I'm currently wearing a shirt right now. It's great. Um, you can Can't head over. It. You can head. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll put it in the description where you could use the code and get over there. But it's the Scary nice, Hours release just came out on Move Fast, Lift Heavy. If you type in JJ10, that'll get you 10% off your purchase. And I think over 100 bucks, you get free shipping. Also, we have a Virus Sportswear. If you know the brand and you know activewear, Virus is the creme de la creme, as we say. So head over to virus type in code jumpman10 and get yourself a discount on some active wear we also have active eyewear if you know anything about sunglasses and sports uh the active eyewear has a um, beautiful patent on um no slip um on the sunglasses so if you want and you're interested head over to active eyewear they also have um blue light um glasses as well you can head over there and type in Jason Jason Ten US and get yourself a ten percent discount on some glasses. But we are done with the sponsors, and I have a wonderful guest for you guys today. Usually, we try to whack it up. You know, every other week we try to have a guest. Um, Manny, you know, the big gun in the room, pulled out all the stops, and yo, his fucking ego just. Oh, shot. Yeah. I mean, the guy, you know, <laughs> I, big I, enough, I, man. I, I got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, you know, he pulled out the, the 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 big guns and he got in Brian Costello of O Two Three Holistic Systems. Welcome to the show, Brian. How are you? How you feeling, my man? Thank you, guys. I'm feeling awesome. This is a really cool uh, little container we have here. Feels fun. Feels loose. I'm ready uh, to uh, ready to shoot it. It's going to be a good one today. Uh, so, for those who don't know what O Two Three is, I want you to kind of educate our um, audience. As to what O two three is and how you came up with it and sure. your role. Sure, yeah. So O two three, the you know, place to start is that O two three stands for the other twenty three. So anyone that's involved in fitness, you know, goes to the gym, works hard, usually you know, bust their ass, and then um, we actually aren't very much involved with that side of fitness. We're involved in the other side. So what happens when they leave the gym or before they get to the gym. Okay. Um, so the other 23 hours of the day. So it primarily means um, we focus on nutrition, sleep, uh, mindset, lifestyle design, stress regulation, things like that. Ooh. But we also really, we're, we're, we're helping people connect the physical side of fitness to the mental, emotional, and spiritual sides of health as well. And uh, we're able to do that because it's still, you know, we're still a fitness brand. 
we still operate kind of under this like fitness umbrella okay. that it's, um, it's a, it's a great way for coaches and clients who already have a, an established relationship, already working hard on, on bettering themselves to take those next steps into some, some bigger problems that our clients face today and that we see in society today. So um, we can kind of, you know, give them that, that sort of safety of this still feels like fitness. It's still my coaches. It's still my, my gym, whatever, but we're going to start taking it a little bit further and a little bit deeper. So then we can, you know, take them a little bit higher. That's absolutely awesome. I think that's one thing I think people overlook is right. What are we doing with the, the, the time outside of the gym? Uh, you know, a lot of people, Go to the gym every single day, right? But they don't play their part outside. Mm -hmm. right. And there's one thing that you um, that you said that kind of jumped out to me. It was like that stress mitigation. Mm -hmm. That is a huge, huge thing for me. Um, I'm a first responder, mm -hmm. and uh, it's very hard to try to get guys to um, you know pay attention to that aspect of it. Yes. You know, um, everyone you know they'll work out, they'll kind of eat good, but that stress mitigation. And you also mentioned sleep, mm -hmm. right? That is right. key, and I think a lot of people overlook that and. When Manny first started talking about it, uh, it kind of piqued my interest when he started talking about 023. Mm. And, um, you know, I'm very big on, you, you know, just helping my tribe or my guys just try to, you know, maximize their life. Me and Manny have conversations all the time about um, quality of life, mm. right? Mm. You know, and anybody can work out, right? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's the other things. It's the small things that you do over a long period of time that lead to success. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you touched on that. Um, I know Manny has been a huge advocate for it. Um, how did you guys initially like meet? In college. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> are we allowed both. to talk about how you guys met? Or <laughs> that like, don't ask, don't tell, like leave it, well, leave it in the past. Well, I have some fond memories of Costello. Which mm. he's, let me tell you, he's, he's a changed man. <laughs> I was just going to say, it was kind of a, I was at a much lower stage of development. He got real <laughs> red all of a sudden. Yeah. He wasn't always Let's this be careful holistic being. Yes, no. He's like, wait, okay. man, you just keep it to the wrestling mats, all right? Yeah, yeah. So, Leave so. the dark horse out of this. No, you know, I've learned to, I, 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 to be honest, I actually, um, there was a period of time where, I, you know, in my more recent years as an adult, have started making a lot of changes to myself, a lot more development and and things, and I would look back on those that period of my life with a little bit of like embarrassment and shame, like I was just like a kind of fucking knucklehead, you know, just like oh, yeah. that's a real nice way. Yeah, yeah. Like, party legend. <laughs> yeah, sounds like he was a party legend. Yeah, I, I mean, in my own mind, at least. <laughs> um, but uh, self-proclaimed, I've worked through that a little bit, and now you know it's it's a period of my life that was you know, a period of my life and it led me here and I'm, ha you know, I'm feeling good about where I am. So I'm less uh, ashamed than I used to be, but I don't go out of my way to bring it up normally. <laughs> hey man, that's gross. So keep PG, Manny. <laughs> yeah. PG, yeah, so, that's all. No, 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 so, yeah, that's we, all we uh, met on uh, the wrestling team over at uh, Cortland and uh, yeah, we, we went off on our different, well, not even different paths really. Cause after school you went and opened up CrossFit Long Island, yes. right? Yeah. Right. In which I guess you could talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. Longer, I was right? going to say, cause we kind of, you know, we, we, I only, we only, we were only in the team together for a short period of time. I stopped wrestling my sophomore year. I was really dealing with some injuries and stuff and just my, like kind of just burnt on the sport after a lifetime of, of doing it. Um, which I hear a lot. Yeah, it happens. And, and, um, so, you know, I finished up and we, yeah, we essentially went our own ways, but those ways happened to be very similar. And I opened, you know, CrossFit Long Island basically within, um, like within a few days of graduating, I had the, the lease signed, and within a month of that, we had really? the doors open. Yeah, wow, that's fucking awesome. I, I, actually I didn't know it was that soon. Yes, yeah, so you know what happened. So I actually, 
Um, I got held out of student teaching because of, um, you know, so I finished all my classes, but wasn't allowed to student teach. No, we don't know. <laughs> I basically you just had a track record of not, um, uh, I, my grades, I was on like an academic probation and I had some, um, infractions or whatever the word you're on double secret probation. <laughs> pretty much yes <laughs> so but it was a blessing well i was really pissed because i was like now i'm not going to be able to student teach i'm not going to graduate on time whatever but i took that entire semester like off because i was done with classes but waiting to teach and basically planned out opening a gym because i was so into crossfit at the time what uh what year was this this was 2009 oh shit okay yeah right. so i you know, I, I planned everything out. I found a place. I actually was able to, I can't remember if I got the investors then or, oh no. So I pretty much planned it all out. And then I went and started student teaching. And while I was student teaching, I was still like finishing those plans. And then I, I wanted to make sure I got my degree, but I had no interest really in, or I thought I was going to be able to like do both, but I learned quickly that wasn't going to be the case. But um, yeah, the doors, uh, uh, I, I graduated and I already had a place ready and everything. I had, had some, I was blessed to have some investors that lent me just, you know, just enough money to get a very, very basic startup. And, uh, you know, was in there, came in a few days later, we're in there painting, you know, cleaning up, getting it ready. A month later we were open, started running like three, four person classes. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Uh, what, what part of Long Island is in it? It, it was in a town called Yapank, which is in, Yapank. Yeah. It's mostly like an industrial park kind of town. Um, I'm from Patchogue. So that's oh, a little familiar bit more familiar. Okay. Um, and so it's, it's about an hour and a half. East, so it's once almost, you leave, get it's like Middle Island almost, right? Yeah, it's right. Yeah, I was actually right near Middle Island. Okay, there you go. All right, all right. See, I know my shit. Yeah, 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 like, how the fuck I'm do you impressed. know? I know, listen, I know New York. I'm a New York guy. <laughs> he said Long Island. I was like, <laughs> he's like, I don't know. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah so, oh, so you jumped right into it. So I jumped first. right in head first. Didn't know, you know, was, was like, yeah, I mean, I saw CrossFit exploding. You know, I was following. I was just a diehard. I was just so into it. I was telling everybody about it. I couldn't shut up about it. Saw that there were affiliates popping up, and just felt in my heart that this was going, this was you know, happening worldwide, and I wanted to be a part of it. So, um, like, yeah, so I kicked off there. Didn't really know what I was doing business wise. Thought I was like, yeah, open a gym, you know, tell people about it, and I'll be good, you know. And um, part of it went well, but people were showing up, and to some extent, and they were excited about it, and I was doing my best. But uh, learned about a year in or so that I'm like, all right, I need to, you know work on like the business side of this too. I really don't know anything about this stuff. So um hired like my first mentor back then and stuff and, and immediately realized like, oh, there's like a, there's a, there's like certain concepts and principles to business that work and don't work that I need to learn, you know? And from that point forward, I was equally as invested in the health, fitness, performance side of what I did as a coach, the coaching side and the business entrepreneurship side. So um, I got kind of bit by that bug as well. And then uh, that's been the path I've been on ever since. Let's talk about some of the growing pains of uh, being a, you know, young guy, right? Mm -hmm. Starting up your business and, you know, like some of the bumps, uh, you know, or the adversity you had to get through to kind of get to, you know, being a successful gym owner. Yeah. Yeah. So at first, you know, we're, it was early on. So my first problem I had to solve was telling people about CrossFit. Like it was still in those days where 99% of people were like, the what time. the heck is that? You know? Yeah. So like all, I was putting so much energy, like to everyone I talked, Oh yeah, I do this, you know, it's CrossFit. This is what it is. I got like refined my, like what is CrossFit answer? Like to the point where I could just, you know, recite it and I was doing it day after day. And then, um, 
so that was like a battle at first. Like, are we going to have enough people to pay the bills and, and pay the rent and all these things? And um, then we went, it started to swing the opposite way where all of a sudden, you know, CrossFit Games are on ESPN, you know, two years later or, or so. And that triggers this, you know, kind of explosion really. And phones ringing off the hook. We're getting people just walking in all day. And I was like, you know, it's incredibly excited. Like the energy was through the roof, but I still didn't really know how to manage that either. Now, like it, I didn't know, you know, now, different problems. Now I have different problems. Exactly. I have to train this, you know, develop a team and a staff and systems and policies. And, you know, we started, we eventually opened up even a second location that was on the same block. It was a mistake wow. in hindsight, but it was, it was just, it was just cause we were full. Like the gym was Starbucks. full. Yes. Yeah, so, no, no, it was like, we operated as one, gym but it was like three doors down because yeah. we just had like two classes going did you have Not, one coach that just <laughs> he's running back and forth <laughs> with a megaphone uh, no so that that was a big you know uh i shouldn't say mistake that was just a, a good learning learning experience. Experience. let me ask a question not to cut sure. you off yeah, right no, please. uh and maybe manny can kind of jump in on this too um when the sport started to blow up like that did like the floodgates like literally just open and people started running in or was it like a trickle effect almost? Um, I think it was like a fast trickle. Like it was like a, like a rush, it, you know, it wasn't like overnight. It wasn't like the night they were on TV and Manny, I'd like to hear what, if you, how you remember it. It wasn't like the night they were on first on TV, this happened, but it was already, you know, the, the, the Kindle was already catching, you know, that's like how I discovered yeah, CrossFit. Literally was the games watching TV one night. And I'm like, these guys are all fucking jacked. Right. And I'm like, well, what, you know, what, what is this, this yes. sport that they call CrossFit? Right. And I saw them doing like a bunch of shit and I didn't, you know, I had no clue, you know, what they were doing. They were doing rope climbs and, you mm -hmm. know, scaling walls. There was one that I saw they were throwing a softball as far as they can. It was just weird shit. But I was like, oh it, yeah, that, that year was weird. Yeah. yeah. Right? yeah. It, 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 cause like, the softball I, throw was so weird. Dude, it was like <laughs> the CrossFit games back, back in the day were, were to me kind of primitive, right? I mean, yeah, like yeah, a boy, softball yeah. throw. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I never saw anything like it. So. And then it was like word of mouth. Like my cousin had started doing CrossFit in Virginia. And he was like, listen, man, let me tell you about this, this thing called CrossFit. It's constantly varied. He had the whole shit constantly varied. Functional fitness. It's great for you. If you're a first responder or military, like he had the whole spiel. Mm -hmm. So then I just hit Google and ended up finding like CFW. And then I, you know, I went to the closest gym and that's how my journey started. But like, I don't know because I wasn't like a business owner. Being a business owner, that being on TV must have been a shot just for you guys to kind of, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, it, like I was saying, it was already catching, like it got, it was on TV because the popularity was already growing, yes. you know, but it was still more like, you know, like not like mainstream. It was all like word of mouth. Like almost every member we had came through another member up until that yes. point. And it's um, like being part and of it was also social media wasn't, you know, as big of a thing at the time and whatnot. Um, and that was kind of like the gasoline on the fire, I would say, gotcha. and, you know, and then in the coming months and years that, that it was, you know, and now Reebok's involved and there's commercials. I remember, and I was always so excited, like this Reebok commercials, like on during like a freaking NFL game or whatever it was like, this is crazy, you know? Um, but that also led to some, I let me, I would like to hear Manny's thoughts first, but it led to some, that kind of popularity led to some other things that eventually kind of drove me out, but I was Ooh. wanted to hear more uh, what Manny had to say. I first. was actually going to say <clears throat> it, it, at first it was really exciting and really awesome. So it was like a, a short term gain. And then it actually ended up in my opinion, at least not being that great for affiliates and mm -hmm. CrossFit as a brand overall. Mm -hmm. So it helped with getting the awareness of what CrossFit is, but then the association yeah. literally was just, 
ah, no, that's a sport. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, no, 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 no. We just don't serve you. Or or sorry, we don't just serve like really good athletes. Actually, 99% of our people are just like you. And they're like, yeah, but I saw that commercial. I saw on YouTube. And then now it's like, we look like we're lying to them. Mm -hmm. It's, we, we almost became people that like they felt like we weren't telling the truth that we were just trying to get them in yeah, yeah. when we were actually telling the truth. But the message from the you know media was pretty much like, nah, this is a sport that we're mm-hmm. trying to find the fittest on earth. Yeah, it kind of makes sense, though, because you have to make it sexy. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. In order to get people in the door, you're going to you're going to take some, you know, some pretty in shape human beings, throw them in a setting where uh, it looks t- I don't want to say tangible, but it. Like I said, it looks sexy. Attainable. Yeah. Attainable, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, because if you say, hey, you know, it's for the regular mom and pop that are, you know, just trying to improve their quality of life, that doesn't sound as sexy as like a, a Rich Froning or a Ben mm-hmm. Smith or a Matt Chan or something yeah, like but that. But the point of the commercials wasn't to help the affiliate. It never was. No, it was just to you help. Know, yeah, it, yeah, it was to help the sport of CrossFit yeah. grow, to help Reebok. I'm yeah, the Reebok commercials at least were more like that. Yeah, like they're not made for us. Now, do so. you think if they would have propositioned it differently, do you think that the outcome would have been the same or no? Bad for Reebok, good for affiliates. So it would have had, it would have made no sense for Reebok. Reebok had to do that. And that's why I think Glassman like really hated this the the deals with other brands because I think I think he knew he made a mistake making that deal. Mm-hmm. You because know? it I mean, kind of took away from the authenticity of what he was trying he, to do. Yeah. yeah, he hates the games. Yeah. yeah, I remember him saying that. Yeah, I, I was at the games one year, and he literally, you know, grabbed me and was like, "You see this out here? This is not what it's about. It's about the thing that you do." He's like, "I hate this sideshow," you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Literally told me that's what he hated. And he Manny could. never washed his shoulder after that. <laughs> <laughs> never did. So shirt my smells on one side. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, feet. and then you look at CrossFit right before Glassman stepped down. They changed like their what they were putting out. You know, and then you yeah. had the people getting off the couch, picking up the uh, jerry cans and stuff like that. Because that was the, they realized they were like, it's the 1%. Like, how many people are we really going to get to join an affiliate by just catering to people who want to be at the CrossFit Games? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like. A bit of brand bipolar, though. Because mm -hmm. they they never effectively did it. And they're doing a better job now, but damage has been done. Yeah, it's just a hard thing to do in general. It's hard to say we're both of these things that are essentially opposite of each other. You know what I mean? And it gave, it, it created a lot of, all of a sudden now my, you know, I went from like telling people all the time what, you know, trying to just tell people what CrossFit is. Mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to spend all my time telling people what CrossFit isn't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's not uh, this, this, it's not just that. And that's actually a harder sell because like I saw this with my own eyes on TV, you know, like, <laughs> and I'm trying to, they're coming to us and I'm trying to say, you know, the, the battle and the marketing. And I didn't know as much about marketing and messaging and all that stuff back then, but it was, it was a battle. And it was also kind of true. Like, you know, if you looked inside of my gym, we had a women's boot camp. Well, we call it women's boot camp. It was just a women's only class, but it was essentially like an unofficial 40 and over. So we had a wide range you know, up to, you know, 60 and, and plus even. And um, all, you know, very, you know, I'll just use this word quote, like you know, regular people. But then we also had a competition team and people who were like more represented what you saw on TV. Mm. So it was like, it was, it, it was confusing. It's like confusing to myself. Even I was like, I don't know. Is it, who are we for? What am I? What am I? It was me. Yeah. It's kind of hard to find an identity when you walk into a gym and it's like that much yeah. of, of a range. Right. And I, was, yeah. I definitely didn't want to drive away either. I was, I didn't, I knew my business was to be made and helping everyday people do, you know, solve their regular everyday problems. But I was like, I personally competed. I wanted our team to make regionals. I wanted to have those things too. So, do you guys uh, ever get to that level? 
Yeah, we were in regionals two. I think just let me think. In like the newest form of regionals, we were in a team once. I was an individual once in team once in the like when it became oh, Reebok. Yeah. This is all. This is. Yo, Brian was a stud. First of all, hold on. Let me just backtrack by saying, <laughs> this was. He goes, hold up. Twenty is, second timeout. Yeah. One second. This was. Um, the competition pool was a lot smaller. Yeah. Um, the people who made regionals, like sixty people, qualified for regionals. Um, that's. But I, okay, that's but you know, like I was, legit, I was, bro. I was, exactly, I did okay. Yeah, I you placed, power clean like three fifteen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a strong guy. Oh so, shit! So. Yeah, I power clean three fifteen. This is serious. It is shit. very different than, from the hip. Different. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's very different than it is now. Hey, he's like downplaying it. I mean, it, okay. I mean, that's that's legit still. Yeah, I'm proud of it. Okay, all right, that's I'm proud. You know, but just didn't want to give the wrong impression. No, but so, <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. It's like so you you were at that level, right? People are very confused as to who Brian is. <laughs> he was a lunatic in college, <laughs> but then was like a professional athlete. athlete. Yeah. Now he's like now he's Mr. Hippie. Zen Buddhist. <laughs> it's and, all about uh, how you paint the picture, my yeah. man. He's right? painting a lot of pictures. <laughs> so, so this is getting very interesting for me, right? So now you, you, you're this gym owner, right? And then now you're this competitive CrossFitter. Mm -hmm. And then I heard you mention that you kind of got turned <laughs> off to it. Yeah. So what led you down that road? Yeah. So eventually, um, let's see. I'm, the best way to explain it would be like, um, I need a chronological like timestamp on that. Okay. So, so I, a lot of it stemmed from my own personal um, struggles. So I started. You know, I'm in my twenties. Business is booming. Um, you know, I'm competing. I'm doing pretty well. Like. Uh, I'm about to get married soon. Uh, like all these things are going really well. And like the big boxes are, are checked. Right. Mm -hmm. I was also to make it even more confusing. I was competing in another sport unrelated to CrossFit um, as a competitive lifeguard. I don't know if you guys know about I that. Oh, that's a big time out. I did polo. really well. At. <laughs> you know this man played water polo. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, I was competing there doing really well. And like my, like the resume version of me was like, had everything going for him. Um, but I was starting to just like run myself into the ground. You know, I couldn't continue to do all these things and try to do them well. The business was just, you know, becoming overwhelming, the growing pains, the struggles, staffing, um, all these things, the relationships. And I was just like, it was go, go, go all the time. Everybody's wish was my command. I didn't really know how to protect my time. I didn't, you know, I was young. I was just like, if a client asked it to yes, and I'll do whatever it needs to, to get it done. And, um, that just, just was catching up to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started realizing that all these things that I was struggling with, you know, I was emotionally, my, you know, just tired all the time, not focused. I was losing my own motivation and, and all these things. And I started realizing that I was just dealing with like these, like this was life. You know, I was dealing with a lot of life problems that the gym, the workouts weren't really enough to, to, to hand, like they weren't fixing all of those problems. And I gotcha. knew, and I started noticing also that, a lot of my members who had been there for a few years had had always been, you know, doing better and better and better were, you know, kind of plateauing in some cases or like not doing, uh, just not improving as quickly, maybe losing motivation, the honeymoon's okay. over kind of feeling and realizing they're dealing, you know, this was solving problems for them because it was this new thing that was awesome and they were, they were losing weight and they were getting in shape and all this stuff. But the other life problems, there are other life problems that we're all dealing with that, go beyond what can really be done just in the gym, in the group setting, especially. And, you know, that, that would qualify as like just the fitness. Right. Um, and I, I knew I needed more. I knew they needed more, but, um, and, and, and I knew that the, the 
kind of movement of CrossFit was moving further away from that like broad spectrum general health mm-hmm. and more towards just getting better at fitness, like higher, like fi- like more weight, faster times, like everything. All the best coaches were like all about com- the competitive side and all these things. And I was seeing a, a, a misalignment there for what I was. F- I couldn't, I wasn't clear about it, but I could feel this needed to change. Mm-hmm. And I was remembering like a lot of the old days in CrossFit when I first started, there was a lot more discussions about just footwear and food and like sleeping. Like it was just more like a health based mindset, I would say. And now it was going like the other way really fast. And, um, that, that started to just not feel right to me. And I started to have these misalignments. I didn't have the answers. I didn't know what would be. I was like, they need more. I don't know what it would look like. I don't even know how to deliver it. Where would I do it? Like, is it, I didn't know the answers, but I just knew there was, there was more needed. And that was kind of a started to realize that my path was going to probably take me somewhere else. Is that how O two three came about? Pretty much. I didn't. I, again, I I I ended up selling the gym, stepping away, and um, that was one of the reasons. There were several others. Like I said, mostly my own kind of. I just needed some time. I needed to go work on myself. So I went off, and I just really just for the first time in my adult life was like, I'm going. I'm the priority right now, and until until further notice, basically, like yeah. uh, until I feel like I take I'm care good. of you. First, I got to take yeah. care of me. And um, in that, I started just exploring a lot of different things. A lot, of, I, I did some fasting. Um, I was doing a lot of breath work, meditation, like just being outdoors in nature a lot more, grounding, like just things that just kind of felt right. And I was also learning about in different books and podcasts and all. I was just like wherever my heart felt like it. Want, like I was just letting that go, and um, I was feeling so awesome. Like I was just feeling better and better and better and better. And I was like, this, this is what you know, my clients need it. This is what people need. It's, I was actually working, I was still working out a lot, but like a lot le- less than I used to. It was mm-hmm. less emphasis on just the gym to, to cover all that ground. My mental health, my emotional health, my spiritual development, like the gym alone wasn't going to do all that. I, I, was, I was realizing. So I was like, this is, this is what my clients needed. This is, you know, what I, like, this is what the industry needs really, you know? But I was still like, I, I still didn't really know how, I was like, but it's impossible. You know, like how could I teach all this stuff? I'm doing all these weird things. I'm listening to all these weird, you know, quote unquote weird, you know, yeah. coaches and things. And how could I ever like teach this to someone else? And uh, at first I thought it was impossible. So I kind of like dismissed it, but I felt the like this like nudge to like answer that, que- like answer that question. Like how could you teach this to somebody else? Like, mm-hmm. What would it look like? And just like start with that, just brainstorm it. And I started seeing like, all right, well, I took a path like all up and down, scattered and all these different things, two, three year kind of journey. How could I take someone there and say six months or three months or like, you know, most of the way there or teach them these principles and um, kind of simplifying the simplifying process. the process, sequence structure, like a yep. more start here kind of thing. I was jumping into crazy stuff and, and whatnot. And, um, and that, that was like the beginning of the process. I didn't know what it was called yet. I didn't know I was going to be delivered. But as I started solving those problems and answering those questions, it all started to just sort of take shape into new systems. So how long did it take for you to come up with the, the 023 name and exactly how you wanted to go about it? So um, in February, so I started, I developed a, uh, so it's in February of 2018, I had been now working, uh, basically took a lot of time I've been working on myself and, and feeling awesome. I was now like, I'm ready to like get back into coaching, like bring these things to the world. Um, but I'm going to do it online. Like I was like, 
I was I had been helping people out of my garage still because I had a really nice setup. I had a sauna and ice tub, and I was doing a lot of that stuff. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was, nice. it was, and I was like one of the kind of first ones doing that stuff. So it was, it was, you know, I was able to get people to to try it, but I wasn't able. I, I'm like, I'm not going to build my next business the rest of my life based on this. This isn't going to work. So okay. I was like, uh, I'm going to go online, and for the rest of that year, I basically tried to take all the stuff online. And completely failed. Like I just didn't know how to. It was so br- um, like vast, like not vast, but like it, I covered so much ground. Yeah, we came. It was just like people were like, what like do you do? You help with all these things. Like I didn't know how to explain it. I didn't. It was just like theories and methods and all these these things, but not still not enough structure and definitely not enough clarity on the messaging on the messaging side of like who we help, how it works, all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. A big part of it, because it wasn't called 023 yet. I hadn't like put that piece together in my mind. Towards the end of 2018, um, I was like, oh, I'm going to make a version of this that's like for gym owners to take into their gym wow. and do a little like beta test on this. And I started thinking about that. Like, yeah, that's like, I should be working with the gym owners directly. Like we should be working on a team to get, like we should be collaborating essentially. I'm, I'm, they have half the job. I have the other half. Like that started, I started to see that in my mind, you know, they're doing the fitness side. I'm doing the rest, so to speak. And when I was thinking about what the name of this like beta version of it was going to be, I came up with, with O2, with, you know, the other 23, we used to use the term a lot at the gym, like how important it was. I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to help them. I just would tell them it was important, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you should be doing it. It's important what you do. You figure it out. Exactly. Um, and then when, once that name came together, I started really feeling like the, it was all just taking shape. Um, and then right in the mini, end of that year, in the beginning of the new year, I had a you know a built out, structured with the name properly and all these things and started reaching out to some some other coaches who I had connected with who I knew were now was it like, delivering quality. Was it well received when you once you got it like fine tuned and ready yeah, to go? Yeah, once the, uh, those final pieces came together and I could explain it better, it, it's I, I would think, you know, I think uh Manny was one of the first ones on board that I reached out to. I knew he I knew he um was driven by quality and I knew he was like not just a fitness factory. I knew he wanted to bring help his members truly make you know, life-changing, you know, transformation in in, in, their, in this gym and stuff. And uh, so he was one of the first people I reached out to. And those initial conversations with other coaches and owners were like, oh, this, it like made sense to them, right? right? Which was like, up until that point, I couldn't, like it wasn't clicking for people. Gotcha. And then uh, from that point forward, we essentially started rolling. I mean, three months later, COVID hit and, uh, you know, we got a little upended, but um, that was kind of like the starting point there. So so Manny when he when uh when uh Costello calls you here he's like hey I got this thing here uh what was running through your head so <clears throat> it's funny the t- timing is so interesting it's mm-hmm. one of the only reasons why I think that maybe there is something that is a higher power and we just don't turn into nothingness mm-hmm. because at that time I was struggling with finding out what my next move was because at the time I know I wanted to enhance my own learning and I had. I really didn't know how, right? Because uh, I would go to seminars, take different educational courses, and still not really feel that fulfilled. And um, I knew that there was a way to help people outside of the gym, but I did not have the tools to like do that. And it's something that I would always think about all the time and would try to figure out myself. And um, there was really no coursework that was even available around that. So when... Brian called 
and we hopped on a phone call. He didn't, it didn't really take much convincing. I was pretty no. much sold like right away. I was like, this sounds great. Like how much he maybe started when he told me the price and said, <laughs> I said, that's fine. Like, yeah. let's, let's do it. Like I'm in, yeah. you know, like it didn't take much convincing. Cause I was like, that was a weird sign. Cause this was what I was looking for because this is an area I was interested in and had no one, no resource, nothing that can actually teach me how to teach other people how to control, well, really how to do lifestyle design, mm. you know, which to I me like was that. so lifestyle powerful. design. Yeah. yeah. So to me, it was so powerful. And uh, going through the course, it was like, I, I loved it like right away, you know, because part of it, which I'm sure Brian will elaborate more on is, is the coach goes through the first portion of what you would give like someone new starting it. So it's like, you're not just, uh, it's not just do as I say, not as I do. It's like, you do it first. You understand what it feels like. So then you can actually help connect the dots with how it feels for your client to go through it. Yeah, you kind of like set the tone. Yeah. So you can kind of understand. instead, cause, So it's almost practice what you preach yeah. in, in, in essence, mm-hmm. right? So instead of you saying, hey, you need to do X, Y, and Z, you say, hey, listen, this is this is step one. Yeah. I want you to have a period of time and you know live in this particular uh, space. So I feel like things like this, people need, but just like Manny was saying, is that you kind of need somebody to map it out for you. Mm-hmm. Cause it's very hard for somebody to sit down and say, there's some shit I need to work out in my life. I just don't know how to go about it. Mm-hmm. If you kind of give somebody the blueprint, it almost mm-hmm. makes it that much more easier to just to get the wheels going. Yeah. Cause a lot of the times people get stuck in ruts and they don't know why they're in ruts. Yes. But if you have a blueprint and someone explaining to you, all right, listen, you know, this is my system, but hey, just implement this, mm-hmm. right? And before you go out and teach this to the world, I want you to just live it yes. and then just go through the motions and then you let me know what you think. Right, because it's not the type of stuff you can learn in a book. It's it, we, it, At least the way we teach, and this is what makes us unique, uh, really. It's not just like, oh, we thought of this 023 thing, right? We actually approach these things very differently where it's not like, oh, go learn this bunch of this like heavy science stuff mm-hmm. and then go like just regurgitate it to your clients and like tell them to do it too. Yeah. It's... Um, you literally, it's a its a, a path that you essentially choose to, to step onto, a path towards um, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, you know, development of, of stepping into growth and stepping into all those things by means of, you know, eating better, sleeping better, moving better, thinking better, um, and, and like developing these essentially what we call our, those foundational four practices, food, sleep, movement, and mindset. So like you're, you're essentially subscribing like to this that. idea that you're going to step onto this path towards growth by these by these means and th- and that you don't have it all figured out you're on the path just like the client would be you know you may be a little further along or you maybe you know have certain areas that are more dialed in but you're you're on the path to leading from from the same place um and that's why because that's what the clients need they don't need to just be given um here like follow this specific you know like just follow these instructions yeah right and that's what the most of this industry tries to do they try to just give instructions you know and uh, they need to be to be to be led. They need to be basically shown. They need to just be heard. You know, they need to this kind of like deeper like connection from someone who's doing, who's who's dealing with the same things that they're dealing with. Maybe different degrees, but they're working on the same stuff and facing having a lot of the same struggles, a lot of the same successes, and and just on that path together. Yeah, and I would say one of the things that makes it neat, uh, very unique is that. Uh, it's a lot of perception changing, you know, how you view something, because without changing your perception on something that that's 
really how people make changes. I, I think you brought up a really good example in the course about why some people can quit smoking mm-hmm. cold turkey and some people can't. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, why is that? So the way and Manny was setting me up really nicely there. The way we explain, we we believe that transformation. A first of all implies that you can't really change back. Like if you go through a transformation. You're a changed person, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and not to take away from people who have you know lost a lot of weight and they post before and after pictures and like look at the transformation. Um, but that alone doesn't necessarily mean transformation. You okay. could quickly fall back into your old patterns and whatnot. When you're truly transformed, you've changed you know your behaviors. Obviously, you have to change the things you're doing, but you've also radically changed your beliefs around these behaviors or your mm-hmm. perspectives. So it's. Okay. The behaviors are the changes in your behaviors are driven by all new beliefs, beliefs about, you know, like your, your limiting beliefs of, of what you're capable of and what life should feel like and the things that are holding you back and like just shifting your perspective on how all these things work. That's what drives the behaviors, not coach Manny giving you a bunch of orders and like, uh, you know, instructions and, and holding you accountable, right? That might work in some sense. You might get somewhere. But as soon as Coach Manny's out of the picture or whatever, you right you're back. like, uh, you know, and, and what happens is a lot of times people actually, the more, the more they're succeeding on a plan like that, they're actually developing more and more dependency on a coach and less and more actually even like anxiety and stuff about like, I'm doing so good, like I'm doing good, I'm losing weight, but I'm like scared of what's going to happen when it's over. Mm. And that's the really the opposite of how someone should feel after working with a coach like this. They should feel like I'm this is awesome, you know, and you know pretty soon I'm not going to need Manny anymore because I'm 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 getting there, you know. Um, that's how it should feel when you're done. Uh-huh. We, we call that once and for all coaching. It's like a once and for all system. Like it's not something you got to be tied to forever or come back and do every 6 months. It's this is it. I like that. Like the complete lifestyle change. Yes. Yeah, it's it, it's a complete you know the most powerful thing is it changes how you think of things. Because if you can perceive something differently, it applies to most everything in your life. You know, it, it goes through the same like thought process. Gotcha. Which, um, you know, I, I think I was telling Brian earlier that uh, for me, this was like a life. It was like a life changing course. You know, I've been coaching for a long time now, and this is one of the courses that changed how I view coaching like completely. And it even carries over like my relationships, how I deal with conflict, how I deal with like my own stuff um and and even more simple things like how i eat you know i didn't eat vegetables really until this fucking course (laughs) really i knew dude i know vegetables are good for me i have low body fat so i was like the fuck (laughs) i need vegetables for (laughs) right you know and um already shredded i don't need that shit i don't need this shit like i'll never get sick anyways but then i was like oh man i feel pretty good you know and like generally i was like i always feel pretty good like what do you mean if i cut out dairy i'll feel better i'm like whatever i'll fucking do it anyways and then i did i was like oh shit like i i felt clear-minded and um you know after you go through some of the 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 eating stuff you introduce some shit back in and then all of a Mm -hmm. sudden you start to connect the dots like oh man when i have dairy i get an upset stomach when i get an upset stomach i actually get bad sleep when i get bad sleep I'm not in a great mood. And when That's I'm not all. in a great mood, I pick fights and I'm and I'm more irritable with my wife. And when I'm more irritable with my wife, and now yes. it starts to connect everything and it blows your fucking mind that it all started from you having a piece of goddamn cheese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're so <Yeah>. sensitive. <laughs> that was that was an awesome explanation there. Um 
Yeah, like we, you know, just connecting those dots and creating that awareness, and that's why we have the coaches do the same thing. We we, um, uh, you know, we experiment essentially. We're always talking about we're always exploring and we're always experimenting, and then we're always the experience is how we're learn what we're learning from. So it's like, yeah, I do these things all the time, but I'm fine. We're like, all right, well, let's take it away for a week or two and see what we learn. And like you said, then all of a sudden you start to connect these dots you never even realized, right? Like, yeah, I'm fine. Really, just means this is what I always feel like. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the best. It's just like, yeah. this is what I feel like every day. Um, I, we got to timestamp that one. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought there's a few others that could have been uh, yeah. a couple of Manny's there too. She's <laughs> like, you've been missing some gems over here, bro. <laughs> I've been uh, dropping knowledge bombs the whole fucking time. <laughs> You're talking about my 315 power clean. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mark that. Mark that shit. World oh. champ lifeguard. Put that down. I like that too. But, Dude, but I like Australia the, swimming. the, the What's fucking, that? You were you were in, you were in Australia swimming? <laughs> no, yeah. I, oh. well, I, I don't swim. Oh. Yeah, but that, I did yeah, go yeah. to Australia. I did yeah, compete in Australia for, for the world lifeguarding Because that's like a big deal in Long Island. Oh. Uh, yeah, kind of not as big as like like. Oh like yeah, they yeah, kicked yeah. our ass over there. Like, oh, it's I'm actually sure. a real sport over there. Yeah, or the United States, it's not really. <laughs> it's like that video that Manny sent the other day of the. Uh, I think he was Russian. The fireman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah throwing no. the ladder yeah, and just like that's legit, bro. That's legit. like yeah. We don't do that here. (laughs) We definitely don't do that shit here. FDNY is definitely not doing that. But um, but back to the the connecting the dots. I feel like that that's like huge, and Mm -hmm. people don't realize that they have these sensitivities to certain things, and it trickles over Mm -hmm. into other parts of your life, and they don't realize it. But like you said, you remove something, and then you start to optimize, right? Like you know the the being that you are. Yes. Right. Right. And I feel like a lot of people don't get that shit. Mm. Like. People walk around. Go, go ahead, Cam. So how do you fix that? This is what we were talking about last week, right? Yeah. Like people don't want to look into stuff. So like, how would you talk to somebody who you know, you're like, man, I'm looking at like what you eat, what you drink, the mm-hmm. way you train. Like I know what the issues are, mm-hmm. but I need you to like want to it. investigate it. Mm-hmm. But most people are like, no, I'm fine. Yes. So like if they're not ready to go on that, like, there's yeah you just have to sit idle and and kind of wait for them or is there like have you come up with like a tactic to like help present that information and make them realize like hey this is what i see you know here's how i believe it's affecting you so there's a few different ways i mean there there is to some extent um you know healing so not to get too sidetracked on this but essentially all all the problems we have Mm -hmm. in our life anything that's considered a problem you know, if I'm just not sleeping good, I'm just whatever, I'm cranky, like whatever the problems are, overweight, we're, we're, we're suffering in some kind of way. Like there's, we're just not happy, right? So all problems are, are suffering. And then all progress, the like fixing of those problems is, is healing in some way, right? So we're, we're like suffering and healing. We're not really afraid to use those words. I know they're not as commonly used in the industry, but, um, uh, but healing is a, is a tricky thing because people ultimately, no matter how much you help them, ultimately people have to like heal themselves. You know, like we we're essentially guiding them mm-hmm. more than like doing it for them. So, but, and some people just won't, are not ready to look themselves in the mirror and get down to the root of the issues and, and make the necessary changes. They just haven't suffered enough yet. And, um, mm. and my, cause, I, I cause that's what we deal with the most. Like, so I don't know if Manny's told you kind of like our process, but they'll do an initial like coaching call with me. Mm-hmm. And we, we skim the surface. I'm not diving deep yes. because they're not a member yet. You know, so it's mm-hmm. like, you're just kind of figuring out some information. But a lot of the time, you know, you start throwing numbers around, you know, with like price. 
and they're not all of a sudden they're not ready to commit, mm-hmm. you know, because they haven't suffered they haven't enough. Suffered enough. I, exactly. And what, I have I a, like a great teacher that says that all the time. He's like, "Have you suffered enough? Have you suffered? Are you ready to really look at these things? Are you ready to really look at yourself?" And, and commit to what needs to be done. Some scary it, shit, though. Yeah. People don't want to go down that rabbit hole, yeah. just like we talked about. Say that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Most people, people will do anything but that. But that, yes. exactly. Yeah. They Their will whole go, life is a distraction from that. Yeah, they'll take mm. the hardest way around it, something, and, and if, mm. they, you know, if they realize this, the straight line is the easiest way, they don't realize that shit until it's way too late. Oh, like, yeah. for me, it took me 34 years to realize I was doing some shit wrong. Mm-hmm. I said, I need to fix whatever it is that I'm doing wrong. I don't know where I, I'm starting but I started reading like some self-help books. Like uh, I remember I picked up like Eckhart Tolle, um, mm-hmm. The Art of Now, mm-hmm. right? And I started reading and I'm like, oh shit. Like, you know, I'm starting to realize certain things. Mm-hmm. And, That's and, a good book. Yeah, great book, you know, and somebody uh, recommended it to me. And then, you know, I just started picking up other books and I was like, all right, I, I think I kind of been living kind of shitty mm-hmm. these last 30 something years. Let mm-hmm. me <laughs> let me try to rectify that energy and, and, and try to get things right. And, and um, it's scary because this is, like what I knew, I was comfortable with. Yes. Right. And complacency is is one of those things that it's a slippery fucking slope. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, complacency kills, especially in my yes. line of work. I'm a police officer, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it, the one day I come in and I'm not on my P's and Q's is the day that it happens, mm-hmm. right? And you know, we develop such shitty habits. Uh, you know, as we grow. Right. And then, you know, cause somebody once told us, Hey, this is how you do things. Like think about like food, like how they explain food to us. Mm-hmm. I don't eat like that shit now. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, the, the four major food groups and so yeah. on. So I, I can't, right. like, I don't mess with dairy. Mm-hmm. I occasionally I'll have it, but like, that's like, and I pay the price mm-hmm. cause I removed it for a period of time. Right. Noticed that I was sleeping better. My skin was better. Mm-hmm. I didn't have brain fog and I wasn't shitting my pants every single time I had it. You know what I mean? And it's the truth. You didn't need though. to be a yeah. detective to really. Exactly. Get that, right. Because I just thought that it was that was natural. Like, yeah. oh, I have a piece of cheese. Yeah. Blow my brains out in the fucking bathroom. Right. <laughs> and then it's like going back to business. But then I noticed that, hey, when I don't eat it, I feel 30 times better. But I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it took me removing it and being like, oh, shit. So when you said all of that, the. the connectivity of everything kind of blew my mind man it because because it was like i started to realize this without anybody actually like showing me i just had a conversation with somebody and they were talking about food right and at the time i thought i was like eating really good right so um and shout out to styles p for this because he did this shit to me i didn't pick up i mean chicken since all right (laughs) but i'm sitting down and i had um Big chicken, basmati rice, and some vegetables. I'm thinking that's a fucking nutritious meal, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, I'm killing it right now. Just worked out. What was out. it again? I'm just curious. Uh, it was- um, What did you say it was? It was baked chicken, okay. basmati rice, with some like mixed vegetables, Okay. right? So I'm like, all right, man, I'm killing it. I just had a great workout. I'm going to eat some good food. And then he goes, you going to eat that? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fucking crush this. He goes, um, do you know how old that animal was when it was killed? You know how it was killed? Mm. You know it's it's gender. You know, if it was sick, I was like, I didn't eat it. Mm-hmm. I haven't touched meat since. Really? From that moment? Yeah. Now, I'm confused. Is Styles P? Like, you're talking about, did, you say, did I hear someone say something yeah, about Styles Yeah, the rapper. P? He's been here to work out. Like, he's a good friend of mine. Like, Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, he's been here. So not like a... Cam knew, Cam had no fucking idea who he was. He comes in here. <laughs> How's it going, like, Mr. Styles? How's he, <laughs> shakes his fucking hand and shit, gives him a wave or whatever, and fucking wow. Styles is working out. But okay. Styles is a good friend of mine. But now I know his music. Now, yeah. now you do, because I know one Danny song. had to fucking tell you. <laughs> but 
I think he's on our wedding playlist. I didn't mean to derail you, but I was like just a little confused. Oh, yeah, no, like, yeah, so yeah. This is how the conversation he's been here. I'm sure he'll okay. be back several times, but like he's cool. a good friend of mine. I could call him on the phone or whatever. But the thing about the food was one aspect of it, but I realized like I knew who he was as a young man. To, to see what he's grown to be now as like a, a middle-aged guy. And he attests a lot of that to a, a lifestyle change. Yes. So that's when it started to click for me. Like if this guy can make a change, right? Because I knew who he was prior to. Mm-hmm. To see the man that he's become, because he's very big on like, you know, helping others, right? Yes. That is the the ultimate act of, of being a human is to help and inspire others. Yes. And so, you know, I noticed he was a he was calmer. He was... um. He was more, he was more easygoing. He, you know, he was more receptive to other people's, you know, um, energies and so on. Yes. And I was like, I got to fucking try this. Cause right. if this guy can go from being like a, a violent guy mm-hmm. to being this like, man, I love everybody. I'm here to help. Mm. I said, let me just try it. And it ended up changing my life. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. And you know, I was like super vegan at one point And then I was like, all right, I got to do my, and everything. And I want to say everything in moderation, but I knew that there had to be a little flex and play the way mm-hmm. I, the way I do things. Cause that's how I, I kind of live my life. I kind of exist in the gray. Okay. But um, just the whole, like, the connectivity things, mm. right? J- j- just from you saying that, to me, I think a lot of people need to look into that. Look, You know, like, fix one thing in your life, and I promise you, other things in your life will start to, you know, sh- yes. write, you know, write itself. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and, go ahead. Sorry, I was, that, that's such an awesome example, because he's right. And then to just tie it back to what we were saying earlier, just before that, he... So you were in, inspired to make start making changes. Absolutely, you weren't. You weren't told, yo, life. you're fucking. You know, you, you, what are you doing, man? You got to start making change mm-hmm. here, right? That doesn't usually work. Um, and in some cases, it does, but like it's usually not how people. They have to be inspired and decide. Like again, I've suffered enough. I'm I'm ready to 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 make these changes and, and heal myself. So you came there yourself. Um, you also kind of like self-diagnosed yourself as in need of change, oh, yeah. right? Where a lot of people, again, when we get on, if if people work with coaches and stuff, and the coach is like, "Oh, you're 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 doing this wrong and that wrong and this wrong and that wrong," here, let's let's get to work. Mm-hmm. They're not usually so drawn to that coach, right? A good coach and mentor will talk to that person about everything that's going on until that person can diagnose themselves, essentially. That okay, yeah, I I'm not doing enough of this, you know. I, I need to take better care of myself. I'm just you know I'm not being the best version of myself, and and yes, I'm ready to to change that. Yeah. And a good coach will help them see that in themselves and kind of inspire them into it, as opposed to diagnosing them with some sort of of, of being like broken or wrong, and then saying, oh, and I can sell you the answer. You know. Yeah. I mean? Yeah. One thousand percent. Yeah. So like I know I'm receptive to certain yeah. types of energies, like like the way Cam coaches me works for me mm-hmm. a cam can tell me something i'll be like i get it mm-hmm. if he tells me something it's like it's almost like he's scolding me it's weird <laughs> it's very weird yes fuck you manny because manny will like i'll be lifting right and manny will just come sit in the corner and he kind of just does this little thing here and he's like oh, i'll do this shit his hands behind the look I'm like, <laughs> fuck he's watching me and and like he'll give me cues i'll listen to but it's almost like if he's watching me, I'm like extra, I'm super vigilant in what I'm doing. I'm like, yeah. all right, my fuck is my chest yeah. over the bar. But Cam will be like, hey, Jay, stand taller. Uh, he'll give me like something quick. And I'm like, all right, Cam, next one is there. Yeah. It's, but he he gets me in that way. Yep. He doesn't make me nervous. He mm-hmm. doesn't, you know what I mean? He'll be like, Jay, 
you gotta do this, dude. You did you did this wrong last time. Just do this. Mm-hmm. So you're saying I'm a better coach than Manny. <laughs> I'm more receptive to your energy <laughs> than I. I would say for him, <laughs> Man, Manny makes me a little nervous when he comes in the room. Uh, That's all. But, and on the flip side, like there are people that need that. Yes. I mean, yes. he has he has people that he coaches that I can't coach them that well because I'm more laid back. That's just naturally how I am. Yeah. They need the pressure. They need him yeah. to watch them, and that's when they kind of like rise to the occasion on whatever it is that they're doing you know so it's just interesting to see how people yeah, yeah, yeah. like respond because i because i definitely I, like i noticed that right away when you guys started coming in here and like you know the, the whole like northeast takeover changing shit yeah and, I, and it was like it was weird because it's like you know for me it was like a hostile environment right this is my place of fucking peace <laughs> you guys come in changing the color of the walls and fucking up my I feng shui down you know what i mean it's like all right cool now i have to learn these guys because they're in the building yeah so like uh, I, I remember one day I was doing like a clean and jerk session with uh with, with Mikey Hodges and, and and Manny's in the corner and he's watching me. I'm like, I'm gonna fuck this up, bro. This, this dude's <laughs> watching me. I'm definitely gonna fuck something up. Now imagine how people feel when they're like, um, demoing a class and Manny's watching. Oh man, yeah. Bro. I mean, we've talked about the Deb story before, like. She she was almost in tears when we first hired her. I could from see Manny watching. She had to call her it. mom after. I could see it. She's bro. a grown ass woman. <laughs> I Guys, and I don't it. say anything mean. That's the point. They're like, <laughs> what is this motherfucker thinking over here? Yeah, it's like because he I just stands there. It's in your eyes. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's 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 kind of, it's unexplainable. I can't explain it. But if he stands in the fucking corner, it makes me feel uneasy. And I've been in I've been in a room with some fucking some gnarly dudes, right? And like Manny's just one of those guys. Like if he's in there, and he's like not saying anything. He's just like looking at me. I'm like. Fucking guy's gonna say something when I'm done. Fuck! It just makes me uneasy. And usually it's like, hey, nice work. Yeah, like <laughs> nine times out of ten, and like it's usually a good coaching cue, but it, just him watching makes me feel something out your face. Yeah, something out. I, I don't know what it is, man. The, the presence. presence. Yeah, you got that energy, bad energy. It's it's that energy. Dark but, energy. Or maybe know. it's just more of a um, maybe it's a, a commanding energy that you want to um. You know, matches expectations. You know, he's just such a powerful, easy, you know, guy. easy. His ego is already big enough. <laughs> no, we don't I need to like, like, make Manny. Manny proud. Da- <laughs> Daphne told me that this morning because, uh, just short side tangent, um, we were talking about some decision I had, I had wanted for our daughters, and I was like, hmm. You know, you should just say that I'm right sometimes. And sometimes I make some pretty goddamn good daddy decisions. <laughs> and she was like, no, because your head gets bigger. I go, I don't care. You still need to tell me. Yep. I told you she didn't need the tongue tie surgery. I told you. <laughs> Give me some damn credit. No, but like I, I can get that, though. I mean, I just I, you know, I just kind of wanted to drop that in there because, like I said, like this is it, like this gym is kind of a place of peace for me. Mm-hmm. I gotta come here on wine. I relax. Um they make it an environment that way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And and I just remember Manny when when the whole um O two three stuff started to come in, yeah, just little shit he was recommending was helping me. Like mm-hmm. the phone. Oh yeah. yeah that yeah. was like huge, dude. Like, hey man, you know, try not to have that shit around you before you go to bed, this, that, and the thing. And that used to be my thing, dude. Like mm-hmm. I get home and I'd spend some time on it before I go to bed. And he's like, no, you gotta stop that shit. Mm-hmm. That's I mean. I'm glad to hear that because we spent a lot of time on that. Um, it's you yeah, can't just dive into that. Yeah, yeah, let's go into that because you you know this is a world. That, you know we're talking about lifestyle, right? And our lifestyle, the things that we do and don't do in our life, affect who we are. Like that's just who we become. We become our habits. Mm-hmm. And 
to have the conversation about wanting to improve ourselves in any way, shape or form without including the phones into the conversation is just, you know, you're ignoring something that we're doing. We're spending hours a day doing anything else. You spend hours a day doing your, your, you know, you know that that's a big factor in your life. Yeah. You know, all the activity and non-activity, the things you do for work that affects you. Um, the phones is, is almost on another level. And it's at the point where it's beyond what we help our coaches with. It's beyond just telling them, Hey, you know, you shouldn't use your phone so much. Like that's like, we need to help them with literally specific, you know, tactics and strategies and ways of setting up the phone and things that, that make this a, allow this to be a tool for them and something to optimize their life, but not that, that, that they're not a slave to, right. That they aren't impulsively picking up and not using this to interfere with what we talked about before of looking themselves in the mirror and asking themselves what, what they're really like, really, what am I really feeling right now? What's really going on in my life? Why am I really feeling these, these ways? That's a conversation that requires some stillness, some honesty, you know, and this thing will prevent us like prevents most people from ever, ever getting there. Um, it's also, you know, it's designed to keep you glued to it all day long. So it just, it sucks. It, it sucks the time away. It cr increases our anxiety because we know we're wasting time on it. We know we're not doing all the things we should be doing. It increases anxiety because of the actual light itself and the, the high, um, the bright, like blue light spectrum tells our body and our eyes, it goes into our eyes, which signals our hormones. This is a very short version of this, but like, signals our hormones tells it it's middle of the, it's midday it's midday that's the signal we're getting all day yeah so when we're using it at night our body's thinking it's midday and it's like it's staying awake literally because it's supposed to be i'll tell you something interesting about the phone mm -hmm. so uh i had a therapy session one time right and uh i explained a, a situation that happened at work and my therapist was like and that didn't make you nervous i go absolutely not i can get a phone call Three o'clock in the morning, I have a physical response. Mm -hmm, yes. All right, I get knots in my stomach. My fucking mouth gets dry. Mm -hmm. My palms get sweaty. And she goes, a phone makes you feel that way, but you can run into a situation where there's gunfire? I go, absolutely. The phone gives me anxiety, mm -hmm. not work or not shit that mm -hmm. I have to do. Right. And that should tell you a lot about something. You yes, know what I mean? Absolutely. It, they're, they're triggered to incite those feelings in us. Like everything that comes up, it's, a, it's, an, it's an alert, right? It's a notification. Yes. Think about when you get like an alert or a notification. Like if you get a notification in the mail, what's the first thing? You're like, oh, fuck. What's oh, this? Fuck, yeah. You know, so like Who even the way these do? things are programmed, they're programmed to keep us. Fucking IRS. Yes. <laughs> so like alert, alert, alert. Like that's, it seems subtle because we're so used to it, but like our, our mind is always in this like reacting to it, react, yeah. react, react, react. And it's a visceral, like you said, it's a visceral response. It's physical, it's yeah. emotional. We feel in our body. It, 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 it triggers our nervous system. It's, it, it affects our breathing. People cannot wind down at night. They cannot calm down because yeah, of a big part of it is because she hooked of me up to EKG machine and my shit was like off the charts. Yeah. Like they, she played different sounds like gunfire think like, I'm fine, calm, cool, whatever phone, like a certain kind of ring. I was like, yeah, like you can physically insane. see the shit. Just the needles. Oh now, now we know how to torture Jay yeah, if we ever need to uh, interrogate yeah. him or yeah. some shit. So fucking now we have two things. Ferrets. Ferrets. And, ferrets. and, and, and phone chimes. Vibrating. That's it, man. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Get to Jason, bro. Just put it here, hand tied behind his back, all the notifications. He just... <laughs> no. Why do you think I got 60,000 un uh, unread emails? Yeah, how bro? does that not give you anxiety? Uh, I don't look at it, bro. I don't anxiety. fucking look at it. So now I get home, I have a design, so when I get in the house, it goes on Do Not Disturb. Nice. 
Yeah. So as soon as I get home from work, it's on do not disturb. You can't call me. You cannot reach me. And I, when I wake up in the morning after like my 20 minute process that, you know, I wake up, meditate, you know, prayer, a little bit of journaling. And then I start my day. Then I grab the phone. Yes. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? Big. Like I had like, I had to do that because I was just, I was spiraling out of control, man. That's the, that's been the biggest one for me is I'm good at night. It automatically goes on. Do not disturb. I don't need it. It's the morning for you. Eight, eight 30. I'm, I'm good. The morning. Cause I'm a morning person. So I wake up and I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'll say it. You were, you were, you were going to say it. PTSD. Say it. Time to suck today's dick. But I need, uh, you know, my alarm goes off, so phone is in hand because mm-hmm. my phone is my alarm, which I should probably just get a regular Change alarm that. clock, yeah. you know, to, to whatever. And then I, you know, open the phone to turn off the alarm, and then I see, you know, notifications, whatever. And then you're kind of like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, I'm going to make coffee. And then, okay. Oh, yeah. And then you're like going back and forth. You're up for 10 minutes, and you're already on your phone. Mm-hmm. I've already looked at the emails. I'm not, re- you know, responding, but I'm like, Fuck, I know. All right, that's on the list. That's yeah. on the list. That's on the list. Yeah. So many of I have had this conversation. You know, my workday starts when I wake up mm-hmm. because I've made it that way. Mm-hmm. Instead yeah. of a normal human being where they're like, I show up to the office at nine. And let's be real. The emails that I'm getting, they can wait until 9 a.m. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. one. I'm not a, a surgeon where someone's going to fucking die God. if I don't read this email. You know, like it not can all fault, wait. Right? Yeah. But I. that's my biggest thing yeah. is the mornings. And you, and you, right, like you're saying, you're you've within a few minutes of waking up you've surrendered your own personal like like mind like you've yeah. surrendered your mind to to that yeah you know and you've you've like forfeited essentially like yeah. all right, you're in, you're in control and it sets the tone for the day it's like i'm not fully in control i can't not use this thing and um yeah that sets the tone and you're 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 reacting you're reacting you're reacting 100 percent. and, and I'll, I'll be looking at it and i know that i'm doing the yeah, wrong thing yeah. and what the fuck is that? Like I like I do the same shit. Like, I know, like I, I probably shouldn't be on my phone right now. Yeah, I'm like, stop looking Haven't at it. Haven't suffered enough. <laughs> you're right. You're and right. they're designed. Like there's people being paid millions and millions of dollars to make sure you never put this thing yeah, down. Like yeah. yeah, like using all the casino tricks and what you know. Like it's just that's how it's designed. So I mean, I got a timer on my shit now too. I only mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. timer. I, I'm pretty good with like the social media. I'm not on it a ton. My big thing is like. This is so accessible for, you know, I can go on, read the news. You know, I have all of that. I struggle with that a lot. My email's on there. So I can do my work from this thing. So it's now no longer just my phone. This is actually a mobile computer that I work from. That's my problem. So I'm on it a lot. Sometimes I'm being productive. Sometimes I I really am, you know, doing, you know, work stuff. But like, you know, I get a a newsletter every morning. I read that, but it's on my phone. Mm -hmm. You know, so phone is in hand. So I need I need to figure out a way to like. It's hard. Have a separate every, thing. Everything in our life essentially happens on here. Yeah, so it's hard to do one and not the other. You know, yeah, it's hard to do some use some of the things and not the other. Yep. Dude, you ever try to go like a whole day without it? Yeah, I did. I mean, that, that, dude, it's it's not that bad. I can do it. Like when we were in Utah, we didn't have service. Service, yeah. So I and it was weird the first day. And it was weird not be, and Danny and I talked about this. Um, so we were in Utah and we were staying in this like tiny house. Mm-hmm. We were in the middle of nowhere. So nice. we had no service, no Wi-Fi, nothing. I told her the, the weirdest thing was waking up in the morning, I'd make us coffee and I would go normally to read my morning newsletter. There's nothing there. But I couldn't get it, you know, because I didn't have internet. And that was the only thing that triggered me the whole day. Mm. And then other than that, like, yeah. it didn't really bother me. You I feel, used it as a camera, free. like yeah. whatever, but. 
It was fine. It was actually really, really nice. I did that one day. Freeing. You just feel like this kind of weight, like like you're just like because the thing is always it's within an arm's reach of you. Yeah, but but that wasn't a choice, right? I didn't choose to not have service. That was just like the situation I was in. It was thrown upon you. So what am I going to do? Like unplug the router in my apartment, and you know, like I mean, I guess. It could depends like on how much you're suffering. <laughs> Let's be real. My life isn't being derailed by uh, reading my newsletter in the yes. morning. That I'm going to unplug my router. But well, you know what's interesting though? That's a good awareness that you that you you know that you're you're pretty honest with yourself of the positive and negative effects it yeah. has on you. A lot of people right now are struggling very much to see how much it's truly uh, affecting them negatively and whether or not they are willing to make serious, you know, like, yeah. like actually take it serious and how they, they're changing it. It's essentially their relationship with their phone. It's yeah. I mean, this, this was our conversation last episode was about people. They're not willing to like look in the mirror and, mm-hmm. you know, acknowledge what's going on. Mm-hmm. They, they can't be honest with themselves mm-hmm. about it. And then they're not ready to, and yeah, this is why right. I asked a question yeah. because if they're not willing to look into the mirror and like, acknowledge that there is some sort of issue or problem, you know, whatever. Well, they're not going to want to fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. no matter how well you can fix it, it could be the easiest thing in the world to fix. Yep. But if they're not ready for it, I, we always talk about like when someone's like addicted to drugs or something like that, I can sit there and tell them, you know, like why it's bad, yeah. what's going to happen. Here are all the, you know, consequences as a result. But if they're not ready to quit that drug, mm-hmm. they're going to still do it. Yep. Yes. You know? And like, all I can hope is that when they are ready, that they turn to me and it's like, hey, I'm ready to do this now. I need your help. And then it's like, okay, cool. Yes. You know, like we, I can rock with that. Mm-hmm. Yes. But um, it's like pulling teeth sometimes to try and tell people like, you know, they'll call and be like, you know, I have this, this, and this. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I know. We know how to fix that. We do that mm-hmm. every day. And then you start going in and it's like, yeah, they, they acknowledge it as a problem, but yeah. Right. Exactly. It, it hasn't gotten bad enough mm-hmm. yet. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, it's kind of like, I haven't um, suffered enough. I, I'm, I like that first. Yeah. I got to figure out how I'm going to spin that into a initial coaching call yeah. without scaring everyone away. But, uh, have you suffered? Enough? How much have you suffered? <laughs> motherfucker? How much have you suffered? But it, it's the truth. Call, enough. Call, call me back when you're rock bottom. <laughs> Usually people wait till it's way too late. Mm-hmm. And that's the sad part. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's frustrating because, I think everybody sees this, you know, especially if, if you're a coach and, or you do health for a living or give a shit about your health, you have family members. It's like a constant battle with your immediate family, with your in-laws. And it's funny it's because that, they yeah. all, when they know that you're in fitness, they will ask you for fitness advice or health mm-hmm. advice. <laughs> and then they, they just become like assholes, you know, like mm-hmm. they want to ask yes, you yes. and they do not have any willingness to change. You say an asshole? Yeah. 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 He's, he's, refer- he's referencing one of my Instagram posts from like two years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I, I got it like from. A, an asshole. Yeah, yeah it's being an asshole. Oh, my God. I love that. No, but it's it's true. You know, yeah. in the, I mean, the same logic works. Like, you have a relative or a, a close friend that works in, like, finance. How often are you asking them about... Oh, what stock should I be investing? <laughs> I literally texted a client this morning. was like, you know, I'm looking at allocating some, some over to here. He's like, you know, but he, he helps me with that stuff a little bit, you know? So it wasn't like that, but, um, but people do that, you know, like whatever your, your profession is, people are going to ask you about stuff. I get that all the time. People yeah. ask me law shit all the time. Of course. Yeah. So if I murder someone, no, hey, what's going on? you can't yeah. tell me this kind of shit, you know? <laughs> but you know, so I, I get it. One, I hate to say it's a good thing, but like, it's, it's, it's rare. You're, you know, it's 
just about everybody, they're living a modern 2021 lifestyle is feeling like, oh, I need to change something. Like there's very few people walking around like, I just feel fucking awesome. Like I wake up early, I eat great, I have this energy all day, you know, my family, like, like, like I mean, I wish everybody felt that way and I didn't have a job, but like, that's just not reality. Like we're all dealing with a lot of stresses in, in this world and be living healthy and like aligning ourselves with like our nature and how we're meant to, our human design and how we're meant to live is actually a very challenging thing to do in this, in this society right now. So most people, once you break the surface on the conversation of like, how, how are you, you know, how are you feeling? Oh, good, good. Like, how are you feeling? Like you're, if anyone's going to be, uh, if they're going to be honest with you, you're probably going to hear some pain in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. And more and more people are ready to just like, I, I, I need to do something. Like I got to make a change. I got to, you know, something just feels off. Like it's just not right. And um, I don't know what the answer is or whatever, but like I'm, I'm ready to try. It's, it's more, we can, de- there are people who aren't by a long shot, but instead of like spending all of our energy on those and, and it's like most people are, are at the doorstep. They're knocking on the door. It's like, we just got to help them walk through yeah. walk through the door and start the process. And it can start with simple things like just, you know, morning routines, what you're eating, like very simple. And then, you know, what we do at 023 is we, we kind of lead them deeper and deeper and start to get into some more a mental, emotional stuff and like what things really make them happy. What, when we are feeling good, who, like who else is affected when you're not at your best and how are they affected? Like if it's mm. mother, father, father, husband, like, Let's, let's really talk about those things. Not to make you feel guilty, but like, let's be honest. When you're neglecting yourself, you know, your son and daughter and whatever are like, they're, they're not getting the best version of you. They're yeah. not getting their best parent. One bad day is not going to be a big deal, but if this becomes you, it's becoming you, it's becoming that relationship. It's becoming their, then, the, you know, their life. Um, but we don't start with that question, that conversation on day one, you know, that's, kind of can be intimidating to feel that it's heavy it's heavy so it's like hey i don't feel good let's focus on let's look at the physical stuff first let's look at the sleep let's look at the food basic general starting points and then as you're feeling better and better we take it further and further yeah i know people definitely don't want to hear that when you (laughs) suck everything else sucks around (laughs) you well you know it's it's true though it's surprising though if you time if you the way we go about it and at the right times after you've built a, a trusting relationship with a coach who can hold the space for you to, to open up and talk vulnerably. Um, most people are very happy to have that conversation and feel better. Even if it's kind of like a not good news, you know, it's like, yeah, Yeah. I guess I haven't been so great. And like, look, look where it's, you know, my, not just my family, but like my friends or my work or whatever, look what's, what else is being affected. But now I, I can like see it clearer and I can f- see the connection and I'm doing better and it's all, I can see how it's all feeling better. So like usually people are, are, are happy to have that conversation and leave, you know, moving closer to being that the person, the best version of themselves. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I think it's a solid fucking podcast. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm what, liking it. So one last question. Sure. What do you think is the number one thing that when people come to you that they all like the number one problem that most people have is it sleep is it stress food so if you had to pick one because obviously i know that it it becomes a combination of things right that's that's kind of a big part of what we teach is how it's sort of all one thing um i would have to say that most the lowest hanging fruit for people that they can like almost everybody's struggling with that can make massive changes right away would fall into the category that we consider sleep. Yep. It doesn't just mean sleep. It means our, our 
like sleep wake cycles or energy levels throughout the day. But most people are, you know, chronically fatigued. Mm -hmm. And that fatigue, even if we're like up because we're drinking coffee and stuff, the fatigue is is deeper in our body and it's it's like an emotional fatigue as well. Oof. So we just stop caring enough about the things that are important. We just aren't we just don't have enough um like we just don't care enough to to make the right food decisions and sleep because we're just kind of ugh, you know. Yeah. Um so the getting people on a better sleep schedule, um helping them just understand what better sleep even means and feels like and how to do it. It's like, you know, life-changing stuff in a very it short period It just made me feel time. like shit because I sleep like shit. Well, shift yeah. to work. Do you do shift but, work too? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's like your, your job kind of yeah. entails that. that that's kind of like the... But when I'm off work, I sleep like a normal No, I know. We've, we've talked about it yeah. many times, you know. It's like Actually, nurses and stuff who have like these really erratic schedules. It's like, I mean, sometimes there's just not a choice. Like that just is the consequence of having that job. You know, the I guess the alternative would be Get a new job. Yeah, true. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm at the end of the road, man. I only got like a couple years left. But one thing I can say is um, Manny had mentioned something about being outside, right? Mm -hmm. And that's part of the reason why I picked up a bike. Yeah. yeah. Is I can go, you know, longer distance and be outside longer. And, you know, it for me, it's kind of therapeutic. You know, I yeah. can work on my breath work. Mm -hmm. You know, I can, I can kind of silence the noise, ride my bike. I'm getting exercise. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm outside, you know getting some vitamin D and, and, and just being outside is helping you synchronize with the circadian rhythm. Just being out there with the sun hitting your, your skin and your eyes, you know, what's, you know, the, your sun tells us like what time of the day it is. Your body is, is responding to that. So the more time we're outside, the more we're in that rhythm, the more time we're inside on the phone or whatever, the more times like the body can't feel the, the, the rhythm. Yeah. I feel more at peace when I'm outside. Yeah. Yes. That, that's probably my second biggest thing is just not enough outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I used to be always outside. You strike me as an outdoor guy. Too, no, I'm, you, I'm you know, super outdoors. Like, like we go hiking and stuff mm -hmm. like that, but on a daily basis, yeah. like, so it. we'll go hiking once every couple of weeks. Like we're going somewhere tomorrow, but like I didn't do anything all week. You know, mm -hmm. I haven't really been outside. I used to wake up and I'd go to long beach and surf in the morning before I had, you know, to go to work. Don't do that anymore. You know? So like I have made those less of yeah. a priority but I noticed when we were in Utah and we were outside all day. I mean, partly I was exhausted from hiking, you know, yeah. 15 miles a day, but I would sleep like a baby you and too. I would actually wake up the next day Refresh. feeling super yes, great. Yes, My absolutely. legs would be a little sore, but like energy wise, you were good, right? I was great because literally we were just getting so much sunlight mm -hmm. and my body was probably like a plant was like, bro, we've been starving. I mean, I'm already pale, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like a solar panel out there just absorbing as so much as I can. Yeah, actually, if I could, back, if I like re-answer that question, I would probably backtrack by saying just getting people outside more and yeah. more aligned with nature starts to automatically solve a lot of those problems on their own. But usually, it's uh, it's it's like sleep related. And if you don't mind, can I answer that one question about like shift work and stuff for yeah. a second? Sure, it, please. I was just talking about correct it. me. It's no, no, no. It's it's not a correction. It's just um, it's I think important note. Um, so shift work, the the they're we have to accept that there, you know, it's, it's, there's harm being done, right? Like it's just, it's unnatural. It's, it's our body's it's a proven fact. Yeah. It's a proven fact. It's our, it puts our body in a high stress state automatically because it's like, why am I awake right now? Like, yeah, unless out. there must be some kind of danger or something. Mm -hmm. like, why else would I be staying up all night? Um, so when I have this conversation with people, I, I, I had, you know, I'm frank with them, but you know, if there are other work options, you know, you may want to consider them because this, 
at some point we'll we'll catch up to you to some extent. Fuck, I gotta go to this. <laughs> if you could, I would. You're almost out, man. Yeah, I would. But but the second part of that is, um, it's when it comes to these types of things, when you are actively doing your best within your circumstances, mm-hmm. like yeah, I'm shift work, but when I'm when I'm not working, I'm sleeping, I'm taking care of myself, I'm doing all those things. That is actually very beneficial to your health okay. that I look myself like my body knows that we're working together. We're on the same team here compared to someone who maybe doesn't do shift work, but is on YouTube till midnight or Netflix binges. And just like, I could have been in bed three hours ago, but I'm going to sit here and watch this garbage instead. Like yes. that, your body, like that's a, that's a, it's actually a, an, a, the D the, that's actually like on the spiritual side. Like why, like I don't care about my body. I'm not taking care of myself and what you're going to feel is just like absolute garbage because your body's going to give that exact thing back to you. Like if you're not going to take care of me and you're going to just ignore me and do all these things, then that's like the life you're going to experience. Um, so it's not like someone who's doing that can end up way, way worse than someone who's doing shift work, but still trying their best to prioritize their life. I do. I try to, I try, I try my best shit. I mean, I'm doing better than most guys I work with. Yeah. 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 I'm just, yeah. I mean, this wasn't, no, I wasn't trying to make, no, no, I'm just saying like, um, I'm I'm listening to what you're saying. I try to tell these guys things like this, but no one wants to listen to me or whatever. Have them listen, listen to the episode. <laughs> yeah, um, I, listen. I'm actually I'm gonna see if I can get some information here. Maybe I can get you come in and talk to some of my guys. I'd love to. Absolutely. They need this shit yeah. more than anything because you know, guys retire and they die five six years after. Yeah. So uh, not or have to a massive heart attack. Plug you know? myself, but earlier in the conversation you mentioned like, oh, you can you know when you can give people like a blueprint. You know, that's actually the name of our new workshop that we I just I was came actually out. just yeah. going to have you talk about that yeah. before we ended this. So that's, a, I guess, a great segue. Yeah, yeah. segue into the, the blueprint is um, our newest offer. It's a it's a, essentially a master class. It's a, it's a workshop. It's about two and a half hours. So it's, it's enough time to go pretty in-depth into these things. But, um, and, and uh, you know, obviously we can't solve every problem, but it gives us a chance to really... Um, work into some of these these philosophies that we live by, these principles and frameworks that we follow, and then we um, we give people essentially a plan of action that they can leave that day with. To 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 a we help them identify where they're holding themselves back the most. Um, what uh, what is the, like the low hanging fruit that they could start to do right away, mm-hmm. and then a plan to how to go build those those habits and behaviors like the moment they leave. So awesome. um, that's something that could be done. In a, at your precinct or whatever as I well. These guys come here. Yeah, exactly. We'll set um, something. Yes, up. Yeah, we, so man, we're, yeah, we're actually hosting uh, the O two three masterclass workshop uh, January 9th, twenty twenty two. So we'll have more details in December when we start promoting it on our Instagram. Yeah, that's that's gonna be awesome. We're gonna have a little bit of a New Year feel to it. That uh, little spin new year, on new it. me. Yep, yep. <laughs> in which you know, it's we all do it every year. There's some good and some bad in that in those resolutions ideas, but you could choose to make it. You know, if you choose to make, let it change you, it will. Um, so we'll. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting back here and and uh, working with the, with the community on that. Yeah. Now, aside from the workshop, is there any other way someone listening to this podcast, if they wanted to get started with some of these things, Yo, that, that they can so get started? Professional yeah, I was going to do that. He just Damn. fucking. Boom, beat me yeah, to that it. Let's was go, like, boy. Somebody's been listening to Joe Rogan. That's it, man. <laughs> fucking guy, he's on it. I love it. Let's go. Um, so what was it? What did you say exactly? Where do they find I me? can't repeat it, man. <laughs> <laughs> where 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 can people find you online yeah, and you. learn or, more about you? Or yeah. not even that. How can if if someone wants to get started uh instead of waiting for the master class, how can they get started or or yeah. anything like that? Awesome. So 
First of all, you can find us on uh, Instagram at 023holisticsystems. Okay. Um, we're actually going to be splitting next week into two pages. We're going to have 023 Professional for coaches who want to kind of take their work to the next level and 023 Holistic Systems for um, everybody who's interested in, in you know, uh, we have the Blueprint and we also have the 023 Upgrade, which is our 12-week transformation course. Um, so you can check us out there. The Blueprints are coming. They're they're you know, we're scheduling them all over the Northeast right now, but there's also a virtual version that's going to be available in probably uh, about a week, end of next week. So, well, I don't know when this is going to air, but it'll probably be ready. By Tomorrow. Time. Oh, okay. So next week. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they could um, go to uh, 023coach.com. They could book a, a short call there. It's free. We can explain, you know, where they could find that stuff um, or DM us on the Instagram page and the website, which is being remodeled right now. Um, we'll have all of it very soon as well. So nice, yep. awesome, right. sweet. Really quick, what is the O two three upgrade? So the O two the upgrade is our our main program. That's uh, it's a twelve week uh, lifestyle transformation course. So it's very similar to what you went through as a coach in the beginning with the look assessment, the leap accountability, and then um, we take them through um, what we call ma- uh, ma- uh, mastery mapping. So really understanding uh, what those things we talked about of like. Um, what they really want out of this life, who, you know, what it means to thrive, who's affected those types of things. And we help them to go through, uh, get all that clarity. And then what the word term we mentioned before, the lifestyle design of actually designing a lifestyle that brings it to life every day. So that's, uh, that's and our they main can get program. that right from the O two three website. Yes. That that's available. They can go on, they can see it. They can book a call. Do I have access to it? Uh, I'll make sure uh, I'll, I will, I'll put it in it. your library. Um, and that's also anyone going through that course, has, um, you know, you're working with an 023 Pro the entire way. There's two calls a week. One of those calls is an education call. One of them is an execution call. So we're teaching you on one and basically coaching you on the other. And, uh, you know, you have that contact throughout the entire 12 weeks. And it's very, very transformative. Awesome. Uh, we just launched it a few months ago. And the people that are, have been finishing in these last month or two have just been absolutely in a completely new place in their life. Great. That sounds okay. that sounds awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Also, you can follow him on Instagram at bcostello underscore 023. Yes. That's the personal yeah. one. I don't know if we're going to go on that one. Hey, just, 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 just <laughs> saying. If you can't gonna, find the other gonna stuff, get it's his Instagram. Surprise, just, it's actually videos of him like chugging pints of beer. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Yeah. Nah, it looks it's like you got some wholesome shit here. He, uh, oh, yeah. Don't he look didn't too bad. chug them. They were on other people. Oh, shit. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> All right, man. So, um, started it how listen, we Brian, man, it. thank you. This is a yeah, fucking great you. conversation, great, bro. Absolutely. Thanks, uh, Brian. My pleasure. I, I took a lot from it, man. Um, hopefully, our our, uh, our listeners uh, take a lot from it. Um, I think we need to have him back for a part two, bro. We didn't even get into like the spiritual stuff and all of that. I'd so. love to. Maybe when the yeah. blueprint comes closer. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, like definitely, we'll, we'll definitely. We'll oh, definitely do promotion, a promotion, too. A, uh, a, uh, a, uh, a part two, a 2.0 to this one. Yeah. I think he would this actually be the first. Um, guess we have on twice. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, definitely. We'll we need to get our cherry. I want some kind of you know T-shirt or something. That'll be great. Everybody knows that. <laughs> All right. So thank you guys for tuning in this week. This is another fine episode from the Coaching Couch. Make sure you tune in and listen. If you guys aren't um, subscribed, please subscribe, like, leave comments. It helps us with the algorithm. It helps us reach a bigger demographic. So if you can, please do so, and we'll catch you next week. Thank See you y'all. later, guys. Peace. Thank you, guys. Thank you.